This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 252. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast that talks all about bartending and cocktails and spirits. Well, this time on the podcast, we have a few different things going on. Bacardi Legacy is one of the top two or three most prestigious cocktail competitions in the world. We're going to talk to Mo Izaza, who's a finalist in the com- a semi-finalist in the competition. He lives in Boston, and he came down to New York for our most recent USBG meeting. He gave a talk about how to succeed at cocktail competitions, and I think he left right from New York to fly to Mexico City for the Bacardi Legacy finals. Also, coming up is Bar Convent Brooklyn. This is an industry conference and is the first time it's being held in the U.S. It's an offspring of Bar Convent Berlin. We'll talk to Paula November and she'll tell us all about that event. I also want to let you know about an amazing educational opportunity. This is not a paid sponsorship message. I just want to let you know about it because I attended the first time they did it three years ago. It's run by friends Chris Bitmead and Suzanne Friedman, and they do just an awesome job of it. Here's Suzanne. Well, training, in my opinion, is something that you never stop doing as a bartender, and it's probably the same in a lot of professions, but bartending is the type of um, career or industry that just keeps evolving over time. And here's Chris. So the focus is really bringing it back to the fundamentals. Yeah. Um, And beyond just the surface of the technique. Everybody that's here understands how to shake, how to stir. But many of them might not have had the opportunity to look into why you do that or what it contributes to the cocktail. Bar Methods is held at the Park South Hotel in Manhattan. This year, the dates are August 26th through 29th, 2018. Applications are now open, and I really suggest you consider applying. There's classes on every aspect of bartending. Plus, you stay stay three nights at this awesome hotel. The Park South Hotel has really cool rooftop bar and uh, most of your meals are covered different brand sponsors the classes dinners happy hours and parties due to the brand's generosity and a lot of hard work by chris and suzanne the registration fee for all this is only two hundred dollars you couldn't stay in that hotel for one night for two hundred dollars so uh think about it and it's uh what were the dates again august 26th through 29th 2018 uh you'll have a great time even even if you're not in new york it's well worth traveling for in my class there were people from chicago baltimore all over You'll learn a lot. You'll have a great time and make amazing new friends. We still have a private Facebook group for our class, which is still active after almost three years. And we stay in touch with each other and help each other out with questions and whatever. You can register at barmethods.com. For Book of the Week, we'll do Bay Area Cocktails, A History of Culture, Community, and Craft by Shanna Farrell. It's an interesting read about the rebirth of the cocktail culture. Obviously, it focuses on the San Francisco area, but it talks about the recent history of the craft cocktail movement. Yeah, go over to uh, bartenderjourney.net, click through any of those Amazon links to get to Amazon. Anytime you do that, you help out the show just a little bit. It doesn't cost you any extra, and you can help out the show that way by just going to bartenderjourney.net, clicking on an Amazon link, and doing your shopping there. Whether it's the thing that I suggested or you buy something else, it helps out the show just a little bit. It doesn't cost you any extra. So let's talk to Mo next. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Mo Isaza from Boston, uh, about to compete in the uh, Bacardi Legacy of the Cocktail Competition. Here we are at the uh, uh, Northeast, or not Northeast, the New York USPG uh, Monthly Conference. Yeah, well, yeah, this is a nice spot, Otis. It's uh, beautiful. This is pretty, pretty new. The uh, Jägermeister took good care of us today, so sure that was did. cool. Very cool. So uh, so you're headed off to the finals of Bacardi Legacy, huh? That's right. The global finals. Are, we're, we're slated to be in Mexico City for a week long, uh, where the last three days are all geared towards competition. Um, 
two days of semifinal rounds and then uh, one day of global finals where the top eight out of 34 competitors make it. What was the process like getting to this point? I mean, it's not easy to, I mean, these, these are the finals of Bacardi <laughs> Legacy. That's a yeah. big deal, man. The global finals. Um, it is, it, it, it's a long process, but it's such a, like a cool, entertaining, fun process to go through. Uh, it starts off with a, a internet submission um, that gets blind judged. Uh, I believe this year we had a little over 720 submissions across the country. Uh, from there, uh, 80 bartenders get picked uh, to present uh, their cocktail uh, live. Uh, different regions, 10, uh, 10 bartenders per region. Uh, and then out of those specific, uh, out of those showings, they pick the top 10. Uh, eight from the regions and then two wild cards. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get one of the wild cards. Uh, and so here we are. Uh, Miami, uh, we were there uh, a couple months ago presenting for the national finals. Uh, and from those 10, they picked two. Uh, French, uh, Scotty from, uh, from DC and myself, we were the two that, uh, that made it. Uh, onto Globals, and now we're at going to Globals. Globals is a little bit of a different platform because it's now international competition. Different countries get represented. Uh, the U.S. gets two representatives, so 33 countries, 34 competitors. Wow. And that goes, from, <laughs> that goes from 34 down to eight in preliminaries, and then the eight get to present for the winner. Amazing. Wow, that, I didn't realize there was that many in the finals. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, me neither. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't until uh, a couple months ago where I'm like, ooh, that's a, that's a good amount of people. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, uh, all, these, all these different competitions have sort of a different focus. Bacardi Legacy is interesting that the, the uh, cocktail has to be easily reproducible anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely one, of the, uh, one of the challenges of Legacy. It's, you know, how... You know, you walk you walk into any bar anywhere in the world, and if you say the word daiquiri, just about every bartender will know. If you say pina colada, any bartender will know what that means. In fact, any person that's not a bartender, that's not in the industry, will know what these mean. Uh, the Mai Tai, the Manhattan, the old-fashioned. And so Bacardi legacy of the cocktail is very much geared towards uh, your cocktail becoming that in the world. Um, so things that are... Easy, easily replicable, or a drink that could effectively be made anywhere at any time by any bartender. Um, it's, it's, it's what's going to do well. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to do it because you know, I mean, it, it's cool. Like the uh, the Bombay Sapphire thing, for instance, is the most imaginative bartender, and that's that's like out there cocktails that'll you know. Yeah, the uh, the the I mean, MIB your partner in crime I mean, here was talking about some crazy stuff. He was, he's <laughs> like, "It's a simple cocktail." Everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> got celery yeah. foam. Yeah, yeah, with most imaginative, it's they, they basically give the bartenders the platform to really get in depth with not just different ingredients, but how to process ingredients differently as well. So whether it's making air or making a foam or making a haze or, you know, solidifying something or encapsulating or, you know, all kinds of things that could be scientific, uh, but the beauty of it is that they, they don't necessarily have to be. Um, so, but it's, it's, I think Luis hit it where so long as you bring your own individuality to it, 
uh, and it resonates, then then you're gonna you're gonna do well. Would you mind uh, telling us a bit about your cocktail for Bacardi Legacy? Definitely, Bacardi Legacy of the cocktail. Uh, it's called Poderoso, uh, which translates to mighty or powerful. Uh, it's defined as having an abundance of ability. Um, I've actually named it after my brother. He 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 chose to be in this industry, and both you know his passion and his ability became the inspiration for the legacy. Uh, but the drink revolves around home. It revolves around family. Um, my family's from Colombia, so the drink is uh, a Bacardi Ocho drink, uh, the beautiful aged rum that's going to have a touch of coffee liqueur, uh, also a little bit of pineapple juice, a little bit of Amaro, which we've been using Montenegro, uh, and just a tiny, you know, a small lemon wedge squeezed right in the drink. It is a thrown drink. You know, you get, get to have some fun with the throwing technique, uh, get that beautiful foam at the top, uh, serve nice little double old-fashioned glass with a big cube, uh, a little lemon oil, and you, you are good to go. And you have Poderoso. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, man, best of luck to you. That's uh, exciting, and uh, we're all rooting for you. Awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. So we recorded that uh, before he left for Mexico. It, as I record this today, it looks like Mo didn't make it to the top eight, um, but there was some very tough competition there, and uh, as he mentioned, there's a lot of competitors as well. So, uh, But you can watch his great presentation from Mexico City. Bacardi was presenting them as Facebook Live videos. I shared one of them of Mo onto our Bartender Journey Facebook page. Uh, you'll have to skip ahead to 37 minutes, 45 seconds to get to his part or watch them all. This is all great to see. So next we're going to learn about Bar Convent Brooklyn. This was recorded in the green room under the stage at the Speed Rack Competition semifinals in Queens in January. The finals, the finals are coming up in January on Tuesday, May 8th, 2018. It's a lot of fun to attend, and all the, all the money raised goes to breast cancer research and education. If you're in that area, definitely think about attending. Go to speed-rack.com for an info. Speed-rack.com for info on that event. And there's also a Canadian Speed Rack Finals on May 27th in Toronto, and it's at that same link, speedrack.com with a dash. Okay, Bar Convent Brooklyn. So my name is Paula November, and I'm the event director for Bar Convent Brooklyn. Yeah. So it's so exciting. This is the first year for for B, BCB, BCB as we Brooklyn. Say. Yeah. Yes. I got to get used to saying that. Yep. And uh, but it's so exciting because I hear such great things about the Berlin conference. Yep. The Berlin event has been in existence now for uh, eleven editions, so eleven years. Uh, it takes place in October every year, and uh, we're really uh, excited to bring the BCB. Uh, brand to the U.S. here, and uh, that'll be taking place in June of 2018, yeah. on June 12th and 13th, and uh, the focus is truly trade. Uh, it's bringing back everything to basics um, with regards to trade and uh, premium craft spirits and uh, the opportunity to uh, really kind of learn some incredible content and uh, learn from the best in the industry as well as uh, seeing lots of demos and more experiential uh, opportunities there that cool. all uh, the bigger brands will be bringing to the table as well and um, it'll be two full days. Wow. So what's the format? Is it similar to Tales with there seminars and, and tastings? or Actually, really um, it, it. you know, it, it's taking place at the Brooklyn Expo Center, and we also took additional space at the Greenpoint Terminal, oh, wow. and so it, which is right around the corner. And so in both locations, there will be uh, demo stages as well as content. 
the there will be two tasting rooms, uh, which will be running content throughout the event. Uh, the event runs from 11 to 7 every day. And then um, the exhibition floor will be open at the same time. So um, we have hired uh, and retained uh, Angus Winchester, who will be managing all of our uh, content and be our director of education. So we're really excited about that. That's great. He's a smart, smart fella. Yes, he is. Yes, he's awesome. And so there are seminars as well? or There are not demo, really seminars. Demo, demo um, there are some demo stages that will be, uh, the content there will be driven by our exhibitors. Okay. And uh, it's an opportunity for them to highlight what their brand is about and uh, certain areas of interest that might be uh particular to the attendee base. Okay. You know? So it's sort of up to the exhibitor to figure yeah, out the format yeah. for so themselves. <laughs> well, well, not figure out for themselves. So certainly they can run that by us and we'll be helping them to curate that um, based on no, not overlapping on any content that, uh, you know, our BCB main stage will be uh, curating. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for them not necessarily to have a sales pitch, but to really speak to the brands and how it's uh, developing and, and evolving and, you know, the industry that they're, they're involved with as far as um, the different brands that they partner with and things of that nature. Okay. Who founded this? I don't even know. Um, well, it was founded by Helmut Adams and... Uh, Jens uh, Bastian, okay. and uh, they're three bartenders from the German, uh, from Germany, okay. and it started 11 years ago, and they started with mostly content and about six or seven exhibitors, okay. and it evolved into its 11th edition, yeah. which just took place in October of 2017, which is 300 exhibitors and 12,500 attendees. Wow. Yeah, well, so. Wow, that's amazing. Well, cool. We're so excited. New York needs needs something like this. Yeah. You know? So it's always been, um, you know, something that we wanted to expand the brand, and you know, the U.S. market has always been something of interest. And I think that Brooklyn brings the flair and creativity, and um, certainly the environment that BC, the BCB brand has been built off of. Mm. You know, it just lends itself to that whole creative environment. It's funny that we're recording this here in Queens, which right, is at, at right, Speed Rec, right. and. Uh, you know, things are definitely moving outside of Manhattan now. Without a doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> so we're open exciting. to anything, you know. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Can't wait to be there. And uh, and it will be you know a total international presence. So mm. bringing our BCB friends over from Europe as well as um, the U.S. here. Okay. Any any uh, ex exhibitors in particular you want to? Well, talk, our presenting sponsors about? are Bacardi, Pernod Ricard, uh, Moet Hennessy, and Campari. Yep, and then we have six other uh, presenting platinum sponsors. Just as important are all the small ancillary brands that are the real movement yeah. behind the craft spirits, premium right, craft spirits. Right, right. So people could get more information where? At barcommentbrooklyn.com. All right. And, um, and you can follow us on all the social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So is it just kind of like buy one ticket and you get into everything kind yes. of thing? Or? Yep. It's one ticket. Um, there's no ancillary costs once you're in the, the event. All the um, seminars and, well, really not seminars, but the um, stages um, are all open to all the attendee base. And I guess there'll be uh, 
parties at night, the brands will put there on will parties. There will be parties at night, <laughs> yet to be determined. So um, those will be announced shortly. Well, definitely worth coming in. You know, if, if you're not in New York, definitely worth making the trip for this, huh? Without a doubt. Awesome. Without a doubt. So. Well, cheers. Thanks so much for talking to me. And no. I can't wait to uh, Nice to, be to meet there. you. And thanks for the time. My pleasure. Bye. That promises to be a great conference. I hope to see you there. If you're going to be there, let me know. Send me a message. Uh, you can email me at brian at bartenderjourney.net. So we have a winner now for Bacardi Legacy 2018, and his name is Eric Van Beek from Bar 27 in Amsterdam, Netherlands. And his drink is called Carino, I think is how it's pronounced, C-A-R-I-N-O, Carino. And it is uh, one and two-thirds ounces. I guess he was measuring in uh, milliliters, obviously. So this is uh, converted to ounces for us here. Uh, one and two-thirds ounces of Bacardi Ocho. One-sixth of an ounce. Uh, just a little dash there, a little splash of yellow chartreuse. And one ounce of natural yogurt. Two-thirds an ounce of a vanilla sugar syrup. And one-third ounce of freshly squeezed lemon juice. He says, shake all ingredients and fine with ice, fine strain into a coupe glass, and uh, the vanilla syrup. He said his original vanilla syrup was made with one kilogram of castor sugar, 500 grams of water, and two vanilla pods, vacuum sealed in a um, bag, and sous vide at 65 degrees centigrade in, uh, until the sugar is dissolved. He garnishes that with freshly grated nutmeg. Eric Van Beek says of his drink, "Te Tango Serino." I wonder, it must be Sarino, not Carino. Sarino. <laughs> Take Tango Sarino is a term of love and endearment. It alludes to the love we have for our fellow man and that you are your brother's or sister's keeper. Love and support doesn't always come from familiar faces. Sometimes strangers can take you to higher places. So uh, that's the grand prize winner of Bacardi Legacy this year. Stand by for our toast. We do a toast every week at the very end of this show. But first, uh, I want to remind you, my name's Brian Vince Weber. Please follow me on Instagram, the gram. It's Bartender Journey on there. I'd like to thank our most recent Patreon supporters, Elsie, Daniel, and Dennis. Thank you so much. If this show's helped you out or kept you company or educated you and you'd like to support it, please consider donating. Maybe the cost of a draft beer each month. There's costs associated with hosting the files and the website and I... Uh, oh, I went to post a podcast recently, and they're like, "You're out of you're out of room or whatever, or you use too much this month." So I had to like up upgrade and pay more for that. Uh, I pay a licensing fee for the music. Plus, I'm hoping to travel to Tales of the Cocktail again this year. The last four years, I've had some way to sort of offset the cost of my trip or supplement it. Uh, but I don't have anything like that lined up this year yet. And uh, but I always get great content for this show at Tales, and especially now with the new leadership, I'd really like to get down there this year. To find out more about our Patreon campaign, please go to bartenderjourney.net slash Patreon. Thanks again for listening. Here's our toast. And I saw that I was watching The Godfather the other day for the who knows how many time, probably 40th time or something. <laughs> and uh, there's a scene where uh, they give a toast. And then uh, Mo Isaiah used the same one in his presentation there. The um, I mentioned I have the Facebook video of him from Mexico City. And it's simply Chindan, which means... 100 years. Well, cheers. We'll see you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast. Yesterday, Inch turned 5-0. So me, Salvi, Anthony, Ralphie, Medium, Petey, we all met him down in Louis Tavern, raised our glitch, and wished him a chin down.